Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hey, welcome to 101 Part-Time Jobs with me, Giles Bidder. It's the 
podcast where I speak to artists about going from playing music, making music part-time into full-time. What that means personally, how they're able to operate in a way that's sustainable, building a world for themselves where they feel good, where they feel most inspired to create and where they can relax as well and just be themselves. Jelani Blackman is on today's episode. He has such a memorable voice. Listening to his tunes feels like an exhale. He's collaborated with Brian Eno, Getz, Gorillaz, and his debut album, The Heart of It, comes out this Friday. The singles that have been released sound ace, and the whole record reads like a dream. Featuring Ellie Roswell from Wolf Alice, Koji Radical, Bob Villain, who I'm doing a live show on the 12th of December with at Bush Hall. There's so much excitement and love that's gone into this record. The heart of it is out Friday. Cheers for listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs, supported by 2000 Trees Festival, who've just announced their mega 2024 lineup. Today, they've announced Creeper onto the already stacked lineup of the Gaslight Anthem headlining, Manchester Orchestra, Lambrini Girls, and so many ace bands heading down to 2000 Trees. The tickets right now are the cheapest they'll be. Until the end of the year, you can sign up for a payment plan, and you can also currently get tickets that you can receive a full refund for if a few months down the line you figure you can't make those dates next July. 2000 Trees Festival in Cheltenham just a few hours away from London. Get your tickets now at 2000trees.co.uk. Okay, before we get into this chat, I've got Rebecca from Ampolo here. Ampolo is the first all-in-one app connecting a global community of musicians and bringing an all-in-one place to practice, record, and collaborate. Until now, practicing has been kind of lonely. There's been technical barriers. These are all things that Ampolo is working to make your life better for. Isn't that right, Rebecca? What's going on over there? Hey, you know, it's quite expensive getting yourself to a record studio to a practice room taking your instruments there hiring the room out you know food travel everything that comes with that you can now record and practice with each other from the comfort of your own home and the audio quality is amazing and you can look back at what you've done and what you look like so it's a real great tool to sit alongside any musician from any level and polo get on it sooner than later All right, here's Jelani Blackman a few days ahead of the release of his debut album, The Heart of It, here on 101 Part-Time Jobs. Maybe look, a good place to start is that kind of, do you you remember the first time that you like made that decision? Um, For me, it was like, I was big into playing cricket which yeah. lasts the whole fucking day. And yeah. then there were local gigs happening where people were copping off and drinking and, you know, we we're like 15, that formative age, you know? And, yeah. and I, like, there was that one weekend that I was like, I'm not going to play cricket anymore. I'm going to go to the gigs. Yeah. Was there a time for you that you remember like prioritizing, putting forward music? Yeah. Like, I think there was one specific moment. I actually can, I can remember it really, really vividly. And um, I'd gone on, it was my first year of six Woman. And I'd gone on this Motown band trip with, uh, it was like, there were like seven of us. And uh, we went to Lake Garda, Lake Como in Italy. Yeah, nice. It was so beautiful. And like, I just remember coming around this corner, this bend, 
in the mountains and it was the sun was just streaming down and we were on our way to play like one of our, I think it was our second show or something like that. And I just remember thinking, if I can do this for my life, I think I'll be happy. And that was the first like moment of clarity yeah. when I was, I'd, I'd experienced what it meant to be an artist musician and, um, and really yeah. felt like, okay, cool. This is, this is something that, uh, that I, I like enough that I could, yeah, spend my life doing it. That's great. That's a great memory, yeah. isn't it? It was, it was so clear. It was mad how clear it was. And, you know, there are like, there are a few moments of clarity that you have in your life and like every now and again, they, they stand out and that, that is one of them. And, and to like, honestly, to this day, like I, even when I have moments like that, it still refers back to that feeling. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I like if I'm if I'm traveling or I have a moment of like peace or contentment, or, like in music, mm. it it refers back to that first feeling of of feeling like that at that stage. Yeah, it, it always does. Yeah, man, I think a lot about that about growing up skateboarding and building BMX ramps and that kind of spirit. Whatever I felt then, like could be building a tree house could be like building that project. And then it turns to like going on tour or like holidays, that kind of um, like nucleus. I think that's always stayed the same for me. Like I'm still that 13 year old who's like running out the door, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a special, it's an important feeling to be honest. And especially for like what we do and, and yeah, it's, a, it's, it's essential. I think to, to maintain that feeling of, of joy in, in the thing and, and, and appreciating the moments that are significant because they happen, but sometimes they pass you by so quickly that you, you're, you're kind of thinking of the next thing or you're progressing. And, and that's also the, the thing is like being in the moment and, and, and just being present yeah. in your, in your career, I think is really important because yeah, it can, it can go. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit, I forgot all the shit that I did. <laughs> it's a trick, isn't it? And you know, talking about 101 part-time jobs, that's a big one, like trying to find that moment and appreciate it and live it and not be distracted, not, you know, trying to be hopeful and not expectant, all of that, all of that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah I don't, I, it's actually, it's funny chatting about it. I don't know what my next version of that would be. I don't know what my next version of like that feeling of, of satisfaction. I mean, obviously I've got the album coming mm. up. So that's, um, that's a massive the debut album. Like that's a massive yeah. thing. I'm, I feel like to an extent that will give me that, but I don't know. It's not, I don't know if it will be the same because actually for me, this just feels like the beginning of, of getting really into that stage of stuff where I'm like, okay, cool. I've, I've got the project out and I want to have the next one out by next year and like have that rhythm yeah. and, and get into it. It's the first time I've ever, ever really felt like I can. So to be honest, that might not be, this one might not be the one that makes me feel that sense of contentment and relief. This one is going to feel like, a moment for sure but but I don't know what the next one that, sometimes that's the thing in it like that's why it's fun is that you don't know when the next moment and you're just like ah oh, okay and then that yeah and these moments they're not synthetic you know the, when the heart of it comes out that, no. you know, this this project this thing that you've been working mm -hmm. towards I was listening to it all this morning when I was down the gym get on the elliptical that tune that talks a lot about being loud I'm like yeah that's that's cool because to me that says that says being loud in like an, in an authentic, friendly sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Kind of being you, being true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's not. Is that sort of a I think, Yeah, no, I think it is. And I think that's a really interesting interpretation because I'd, I wouldn't have necessarily phrased it like that. But I actually think it's, 
I'm, I'm glad that that's the way that it comes across because for me, it was a, it wasn't a, a combative confrontational. It was more of a internal, this is what I'm, this is the noise that I'm making. And I love it because of like, obviously it extends beyond me, but like not being able to make noise culturally because for fear of like making people comment on certain things and et cetera, et cetera. Like I think the idea of making noise internally and that reflecting externally, but not really being about anyone else. It's just being about the fact that you want to make noise mm-hmm. that, um, and that's your voice and, and you should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's the way that that's come across. So that's good. And that plays in, in with the line about, you know, wanting to go home with your pen, you know, coming home from a night out, go, you know, being out two nights in a row, but you still got your pen. Yeah. That's your, yeah. that's your jam. Yeah. That's your, that's your activity. Yeah, it is. I mean, it always is. It's the constant, I think. And actually more so than, more, more so to an extent than music is like it's the words really and I this project is is all about the the things that I'm saying I, I was I was chatting to someone about this yeah the other day and it was it's like sonically it goes through different worlds but I think the thread is is how I articulate things and the narrative that I'm trying to convey which is just what it's yeah. like to live in the times that we live in now through the most kind of uh examining scope that I can do without it being boring and preaching. Like that's what I've attempted to do because I know that people don't like, mm-hmm. well, people don't lean towards or warm towards being educated through music. That's not really like why people go, but social commentary, especially now I think is really important. And there's a, and there's so much going on that it would be, I would feel my, my role as an artist wouldn't have been fulfilled if I'd not done that. Like that's, they're, they're the things I have to say as much as I love a good time, as, as he said as well, like I love, I love being out. I mean, less so now, but like, I still love being out. I love going out. I love um, doing fun things. Mm. <laughs> but I also, I, I, that, that wasn't enough step for me for this as a project. I think the message, the, the overlying message I receive is how much you're invested in making music and that music being communication being a reflection of society, being like an account of your life, mm-hmm. your life growing up in London now, you know, in the last 30 odd years or however old you are, I'm 32, you know, but like, you know, that kind of, th- this time of living in London, I think it's always gonna be interesting looking back on time. I think that we don't really maybe appreciate that right now is that we can look back in 50 years and some of those lines you wrote in the heart of it, yeah. you, you might've forgotten specific bits by then and you'll be like oh that's how life was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well it's that it is a it is a thing that that happens i think in like in journaling or whatever i don't do that but like when people look back and they think about that they look at the thing the person that they were or things also the mad thing about music and writing is that there's so much that you say that you don't realize that you're saying like i look at shit that i wrote um like even two years ago three years ago i'm like wow like i didn't realize that's what i was saying at the time but um but yeah it obviously was and uh, it's it's so obvious in retrospect but actually yeah at the time yeah. you usually can't tell T- talking earlier about that amazing memory of going into lake garda and and being with your school um or you know in a kind of academic educational kind of format playing music i've often uh, you know doing this podcast and it's about people trying to make careers in music more than that though it's kind of like an identity thing like trying to put time into doing it and and you know kind of for me I've, I've always had that battle against you know jobs that i don't want to work and that is everyone you know my parents generation our parents generation it's like you go to work you don't question it yeah 
Like our generation is different. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in lots of different ways when talking about that conversation. So, I mean, did you like, did you always kind of know, were there, were there two strands of thinking for you? You know, there was like that, you could, you could play music with your school, but there was this kind of outside music um, kind of world, which may be more of a sort of going out social environment yeah. that you kind of had those two things in tandem because they don't really work together. In that, that kind of classical sense where you could kind of stay in education yeah. and, and like be part of like a bigger band or whatever it is, or kind of go independent i suppose i think for me music was always uh it was it was all i was looking at it now it was an inevitability but like it was accidental on my part like i as much as i had that moment when i was yeah 16 and i was like this is i'd love to do this for my life i didn't ever try and pursue it as a career there was never a point where i was like this is going to be my job it was kind of like london you're yeah, you're you're super lucky in a lot of ways because there are way more opportunities that you're going to come across to to make it a career. But then, obviously, at the same time, there you're kind of in it from the beginning, so it's a lot harder to make your mark if you don't cut through. So, um, because there's a lot of mm. there's a, I mean, it's London, isn't it? Like people come here to become successful. So it's so many it's people. A, it's yeah. So it's a it's a it's a double edged sword. But for me, I I'm, I never really. I never really thought about anything else. If I'm honest, there was never really anything that, I mean, when I was younger, I think I wanted to be a barber and there were like a couple of things, but this, this isn't because I don't like working because I actually do love working and I like, and I love having something to do. But I think there's like a thing that I remember again, quite clearly, but I think it was only, I must've only been like 11, 12, but I said to my mum, I was going to bed and I think I was just like to her, I was like, Oh, um, like, do people just work? Like, do that, is that something that they just do? And I was like, what, every day? And she's like, yeah, every day. I'm like, what? But, and it just didn't ever make sense to me. I, 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 it, it still doesn't. Yeah. It still doesn't. And I think that genuinely it doesn't make sense universally. But because it's just a system that's been set up, people kind of adhere to it and don't ever really question. But it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that you would spend the, entire, the entirety of your life. Like, it would make sense if we didn't have the resources to support other interests, less, uh, more free time, et cetera, et cetera. It would make sense if we were like all farmers and we were uh, just trying to get enough grain to survive the winter, fine. If we were, if we all had practical based jobs, it's fair, but like we don't, like lots of the things that we do are quite yeah. abstract anyway. It's mad, isn't it? Because when you, when you are a farmer, like you say, you're doing something, you're making something. Yeah. Like I've the most I've been paid to do in any job is to receive emails and to send emails yeah. that aren't really actually doing anything. No, no, no. <laughs> and the world would not change no. if I did not go into work. No, way. and the point is, is that's really soon we're going to have the capacity to to have uh, AI do. I mean, it's already it's already nearly there. Like, so those kind of roles are going to be redundant. So. You have to think, what is it actually that it means? What's meaningful yeah. work? What is meaningful time spent? So, um, and, and that was like always the thing. I thought I, I, I kind of mm-hmm. was always under the impression that before it ever became uh, too significant in terms of my lifespan, something dramatic was going to happen to the world in general. And it would mean that or any job that I'd ever tried to work towards was going to be redundant. So I should be doing the thing that I enjoy doing, which is music. <laughs> Have you have you ever had a 
hey, I'm projecting here because I've had this conversation so many times. Have you had a battle with talking about that to people around you? Have you had people around you say, why do you deserve to do that? Uh, no, actually, to be fair, I've been quite lucky in that respect that I haven't had, uh, I haven't, but I, like, I know it's a thing and I guess the, the community or the people that I'm, I'm around, even in terms of normal, I say normal life, but like life in general, like, I'm like, it's only recently that the babies and like life thing is starting to happen, like married and stuff like that. Like, but it's not a very traditional group of people that I know. So I've never really felt the pressures of, of becoming traditional myself in terms of jobs or or, yeah, lifestyle. And have those people been great to bounce off when you're talking about what you want to do, visualizing where you want to go, whether that's lyrics, whether that's sound, whether that's like the producer of the record or like, have, have you, have you got a circle or a group of people around you that you can, that you can talk openly about that? Because I think that is something that when you don't have that can be really difficult being an artist. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, yeah, no, the, 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 my friends and, and family have been, instrumental in in making this thing work for me in lots of different ways in in tolerating me playing the music and just enjoying that as a process in like an advice yeah. or like when things have been then coming to shows posting stuff and supporting like that's a yeah it's important you 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 do need good people around you to to make your i guess not to be like too rare, but to like to make dream, your dream exist. Like yeah. you need people around you that believe in it as well. Yeah. It's positive affirmations. I think, you know, like I think we, we can do, I think we, I think we have the ability to like red light ourselves all the time yeah. that we need. So, you know, to get green lights from friends is, is big. But you know, and also my, my, the biggest person ever, I think in that context, which sounds obvious, but it's definitely my mum, and she's greenlit me from the beginning with anything that I've ever wanted to do. And I think the, Actually, because I've had it so much, yeah. maybe thinking about it now, I've taken it, not her, but like it for granted, because I know a lot of people who do have things that they want to do and they don't believe that they can do them. And it's always shocking to me. And I'm like, well, what do you mean you can't do it? Of course you can do it. All you just have to do is like do it. And they're like, oh, well, no, this could be this. Or like, well, they just don't have that self-belief or confidence. And that's never something that I've lacked or, or yeah, or had to struggle with. So yeah, that's, that is lucky. It's a, it's a journey. And even like when you're like confident or in a good place now, it's like you're constantly working on it, right? Mm-hmm. There's the, I don't, I feel like, I mean, look, <laughs> not to put words in your mouth or try and answer for you or anything like that, but it's like, I don't think, I don't think like the, 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 the best artist, I don't think it ever goes to cruising altitude. No. I think it's always going to be like, what's the next thing? What's that? You know, one, one, one. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't think there's a foot off the gas. It's like, no. it's got to be a big part of your personality. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's constant. And um, I'm always trying to push for what's going to come next, which again, kind of ties back into like what I was saying initially, which is sometimes you just have to really think about where you're at and the stage you're at, because otherwise mm-hmm. it's really easy to to get lost in the, in the constant chase and the, and the, and the I guess, the journey. Yeah. And, and the journey takes different forms as well. I think, like, that's, that's also what, I mean, from the, from the title of this is that there are times that, like, when I first came out of uni, the first job that I had was working in schools. And I used to work with um, 
well, I worked as a TA person and I worked with special needs kids. And like, I loved it. I would never take back that time. But even while I was there, I was not there, if that makes sense. Like, my journey was still running. My musical journey was, was ongoing. I, regardless of how much I was engaging mm. with it, it was still ongoing. And like, I think that's the, that's the thing about a, a passion or a love, especially something that you've ever had any kind of commercial success with, is that there'll be times when you do it more and there'll be times when you do it less and there'll be times that you only do it and maybe times that you do other things. But like, if you look at anyone in music that's successful, like really successful, like music is the foundation, but the, the, the wealth or the, the kind of the expansion comes from outside of music. So like, I think the platform of, of basically doing the thing that you love as your day job is amazing, but there should always be other channels that you're looking at to to be expanding into anyway and there's no right way i think you know you'll go down various sort of well-known established music pubs around london or anywhere in the world and there'll be those people who are playing every weekend mm -hmm. who are working a day job monday to friday yeah. and that is awesome yeah. you know that's sick yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like there's there's no right way as as is the person who quits it all yeah. and goes sleeps on couches yeah. for for years you know there's no right way is no. there i mean i've been doing music full-time for for a, for a long time now and like it's one of those things that even when there's been trickier moments or like waiting for stuff or whatever i've i've said that i would rather be doing this at any level than anything else at any level and i think mm. that that's like i i, I mm. I, again, when I was when I was working, I was going in transport at like rush hour and rah rah, and I just I was in my own I was in my own world, and it actually didn't bother me that much. But now, when I go on, I'm like, it's it's crazy, and I do just think whatever else happens in music, I would still rather be doing music and not like I, I don't. I, I, for me, it was never really about the fame anyway. But like, I didn't, didn't need to be like that level of, of fame and, and not being able to walk down the street, etc. That's not what it meant to me. I think what it means to me is just, I'd rather be doing this than anything else. If you can pay rent or pay a mortgage, have a family and play music every day, and that's, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's sick. That's like the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 101, It's, it's an exciting time for collaborations. Do you know what I mean? So getting in the studio, writing with other people, is that a big part of, that's a big part of your life, is it? That's a big part of your future? Uh, yeah, it's like fundamental to, to what I do, to be honest. It's my, uh, I didn't realise how much I've done it until like the other day, actually, when I, I kind of listed like all the, yeah, the features that I've done over the last 
uh, a few years, three or four years, and uh, and realize that it's and like the people that is, is I've collaborated with as well, like it's it's significant. It's a significant body of work in itself, and like I've I've got more coming. So the more I go on, the more I'll do it. Like I'm really starting to find like a a way of of, of well, I guess people reaching out and like the people that are reaching out are people that I really like. So that's different to what yeah. it may have been before where it was kind of more <laughs> like if I'd, if I'd come across someone or like we were in the studio or whatever, then it would work. But like people now just reach out and I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. The, the first day in the studio, having a cup of tea, having a shandy, you know, whatever it takes to kind of you to like get, you know, chat and communicate and understand where each other's coming from have you have you got what i mean tell us what it's like what's it like going into the studio for the first time with someone um i mean i i, I find it really easy to be honest but i've like i i've been doing it so much for so long that it, it was really second nature and it was mm. I, it was only i don't know like maybe two weeks ago like a week and a half ago that because i haven't been in the studio because I, I finished the album six months ago or whatever and so I've, and that, that was actually, I finished, I finished it like five, six months ago. I actually finished recording even earlier than that. So I'd actually been in the studio, I don't think for, for probably the longest time that I've ever not been in the studio, but I've been working with people, mm-hmm. collaborating with producers from since I was 13. So like, I, I it, it's not like, wow. it, it's second nature to me, like going into a room and being like, let's make some music. It's, second nature but when i went in the other day i was like oh like it was like coming home it was so funny. it was a it was kind of surreal like i walked i walked i sat down i was like oh yeah like studio but it was nice being back but i just hadn't been in for a minute but yeah like it's it's for me it's, it's always been a thing like the gorilla song it, it, once we got the what once we got the instrumental like i wrote it in like 20 minutes half an oh. hour and then we recorded it. It was like one take, and it was just, yeah. But but when I, when it, when it comes, it comes. Like yeah. I, I literally did a session yesterday for a, for a feature, and um, we have, we chilled and like we just caught up. And then he played it to me, and I wrote it in like 15, 20 minutes. Like it's like it's very. I'm, but I'm like I but, but but writing is my thing. Like that's 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 how it comes. If it doesn't come that quickly, then it's more to do with like the um what I'm writing to. So, uh, so it's, so then it's, yeah, but if, it, if, if I like it, then it's, it's almost immediate. So, um, so yeah, so, so that's my process. And like, it's, it's something that I enjoy a lot. So, yeah, nice. When you finish a day, I mean, say if you write something in 20 minutes, you lay it down and you know, the first couple of takes, can it sometimes feel like, is there anything more to do? Should we do it more? You know, you want you want to do more. Like, is there is there that feeling? Can he, how easy do you find it to kind of walk away and be like, that's job done, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it used to. It used to feel like a thing. Now, now I know when it's job done. Like that's that that comes with that comes with experience. Like, I would I I would spend more time in the past because I just w- wouldn't believe that it was done already. Mm. But then to the first time that I. The first time I realised that I needed to not do that was uh, "Hello," um, the, the tune that the tune, yeah, that "Hello" tune. I um, yeah, we, we were working on something, else. and then he, the the guy, the producer staff that I was with, he we just started playing. He just started playing this guitar thing, and I was, and like, 
it was so mad how quickly it happened from like the, like the recording of the of the actual song is the first recording that I ever did and I wrote it and uh, yeah like that was it and I was just like and then listen back I was like this is sick I was like I, and so from that point onwards I didn't ever second guess <laughs> the first instinct like like maybe I like there are a couple lines that would be tweaked but never yeah I just it's it it's it's it's, it's like instinct isn't it like yeah. It's like if you, um, I, can't, I can't think of a good analogy, but like uh, when you're working something out and you start to second guess, that's when it becomes impossible to work out what the right thing is. You just have to trust your gut. And yeah. if it's wrong, then it's wrong. But like, it's not going to get any better than that first instinct. And it's, we'll never, no one will ever make sense of that, right? Because it's like we were saying it earlier, you know, they're, 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 these moments, they're not synthesized. Just because you try harder, yeah don't mean it's going to be better so like no. letting letting it go is 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 a, is a is a thing you can't grab it can you you can't fully grasp that no no and it is hard it is hard to like get good at letting go at knowing when something's mm -hmm. done and being like yeah hands off that's it yeah hey i've got i've got to ask you know we we all kind of know how Damon works because there's a lot of videos on YouTube and the rest kind of you know in his studio in Ladbrook Grove in you know under the under the overpass where you know we, we get the even by those videos and interviews with him you get that feel of like you know he's he's working 10 till 6 or you know every day and getting people in every day and working and having fun equally maybe like shooting some hoops outside and sharing stories or just mm -hmm. you know watching the trains roll by tell me about your what is what what memory will you take from 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 what you've done with him so far cuz i imagine there'll be there'll be more but what 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 memories have you do you take away from working with Damon oh good question um i I like that he asked to play table tennis before we went upstairs to the studio and he was super competitive, which I also really like because I'm also really competitive. <laughs> That's fun. Um, That's fun. Yeah. I like that. Um, and then, yeah, I, I guess it was just, we, we had a really good chat about like philosophy. Like I think it was either just after, after recording or but at some point during that day. Um, I, yeah, that was really nice. And we kind of just, got into it which was cool nice. yeah and, um, and yeah and then obviously like being on stage and and the kind of yeah the the feeling of of being on stage when we, we did the rehearsal for the o2 shows and uh, and it being like okay this is a thing and him being happy and feeling confident like and feeling confident in what i was going to do that was that was uh, yeah that was a really good moment as well being on being on that stage must have been like cool all right this is this is gonna happen again in my life maybe and i'm gonna enjoy this moment and right now i'm like feeling it i'm feeling having 20 monitors yeah. around me yeah. and kind of getting used to that and leaning into it what was yeah. that like yeah no it was amazing it was amazing it was actually weirdly easier than like sometimes even smaller shows because there's so many people that you kind of go into autopilot a little bit and like you just uh you're not really looking at anyone you're looking at like everyone and then it's uh it's uh yeah it yeah. was a, it was a thing it was a it's definitely a, a big big moment but i loved it i loved it i'm looking forward to when i do that again because i will definitely do it again so there he was jelani blackman on 101 part-time jobs 
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Please leave a review or rate if you've got a moment. All of that stuff helps me in the show massively. It means I can keep on getting brilliant guests with amazing stories. And, you know, we can make this community. I think I do this because I desire, I have a need to, um, to communicate. So doing these episodes, sharing these stories really fills me up. So thank you so much for joining. I'll be back later on this week with an episode with Gavin Rossdale from Bush, who are just about to release their new greatest hits record. See you on Thursday. Headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.